0: welcome to the All Things Overlanding podcast. My name is Fletch and I'll be your host. Are you ready for some great Overlanding content? Then let's get into it. Hey everybody, Fletch from All Things Overlanding here. On today's episode of the podcast slash vlog, I'm going to be talking about why you should really consider going to like an Overland Expo East or West, or like a Moore Expo, or like the Core Keweenaw Overland Adventure Retreat that I just went to, or Ozark Rendezvous in the Ozarks, or you know any number of these kind of like overlanding get-togethers. Um, I'm going to kind of talk through a bunch of uh, bullet points that I wanted to hit on as far as like. Some of the, the things that make them really unique and interesting and cool and, uh, and why they're so neat to go to and, and kind of the benefits of going to them. So um, I hope this is going to be helpful for you guys. As always, though, definitely post up in the comments below if you have questions, if you feel like I missed something, if you have some things like some feedback or comments or things that you really like about these type of events and why you go to them, I'd love to hear from you guys. So post up down below. Um, before we dive straight in, though, I did just want to briefly touch on my uh, featured partners, Overland Addict. Great, great guy. Awesome website. Um, Sell everything to do with Overlanding gear. So, again, in the description below, there will be a link to his uh, website. Check that out if you're looking for gear. Um, Last U.S. Bag Company. Again, I say awesome a lot. I realize that. But these guys really are awesome. Like, they just sell amazing quality Overlanding specific bags. So, any kind of gear that you might want to carry or need to carry, they're going to have a bag probably that will work for that. So, check them out through that link in the description below as well. Um, More Expo. Again, we're talking about Expos and things here. Um, he's one of my featured partners, uh, Chris, the guy that runs uh, More Expo that's going to be happening in February of 2021. Um, so, Check them out as well below. You can click through that link. You can get your tickets. So if you like what I have to say here about it, click through that link and then go get tickets to more and come see me because I'll be there. Um, And then last but not least, Northology Adventures. Again, click through the link below to check out her website. Awesome, awesome people. Um, There's a free overlanding slash outdoors magazine that you can sign up for there. Again, totally free digital extremely high quality digital magazine that's awesome and they also do like guided tours slash overlanding trips things too so just check out the website browse around and, and see what she's got there uh and i promise you'll find something you like so without further ado let's dive into the episode All right, guys, so again, on today's episode of the podcast slash vlog, I'm going to be talking about expos and retreats and things like that, like these big overlanding events, right? Um, so you guys may have heard of a number of these, right? Like, I mean, the first kind of ones that I ever heard of were, like, Overland East, Overland Expo. Um, I want to say, I'm not 100% sure, but Overland Bound might either do stuff or they might just go to, like, the Overland Expos, um, And then more recently, I've heard of the Moore Expo, which the first year for that was last year. And then the second year will be this year. It's going to be twice as big as it was last year. So 80,000 square feet. I mean, it's going to be this massive thing. Um, They're taking extreme precautions for the covid stuff um which i'm really appreciative of i love that they're taking that seriously and, and really focusing on that but to try and keep everybody safe but also make it a really fun event but um everybody that went last year said it was amazing i unfortunately was not able to go um, but i'm going this year i'm planning to sort of cover it i'm going to be you know videoing i'm going to be interviewing people and be hanging out um so i'm really really excited about that um and then, like, you know, there's, like, Rendezvous in the Ozarks, which I really want to go to. I can't go this year, but maybe next year I'll be able to go to that. Um, there's the CORE Overland uh, Retreat. It's the Keweenaw Overland Adventure Retreat is what it stands for. I just got back um, a week or two ago from that event, and it was life-changing, man. Like, it was so fun and so awesome to meet some great people, to see some awesome vendors, to get to explore some great trails in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, um so again i'm going to kind of dive into like all of my thoughts around sort of why you should go to these events and like kind of why i think those are important um so let me kind of just break them down for you in order here so you have an idea so the first part i'm going to sort of talk about is the excitement of planning sort of like the trip the gear you're going to take what classes you're going to take so a lot of times they'll do like classes and things like that at these things. What what vendors you want to see what gear you want to check out what are you considering maybe buying but you're afraid to 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 make a big purchase because you haven't seen it in person so you're going to use that expo as an as an opportunity to check out that gear so planning is going to kind of go first then sort of the convoy there so never ever overlook the opportunity to like hook up with other overlanders and like convoy together because so most of these things are not in your backyard so the more well i'll go into it in more detail here in a second um and then the events, so as I mentioned, there's a number of different events that they have at these things, everything from like trail runs to vendors to classes and things like that. I'm going to kind of dive into that in a little more detail. And then, uh, and then finally, like the end of the event and wrapping it up and, and the adventures you can have after an expo like this. Maybe you've met new people, you want to go check out new areas, the places you can explore on your trip. Um, so I'm going to go through all those things in this episode and just kind of talk through them. As always, if you are you know watching on YouTube, post up in the comments below if you've been to some of these things and let me know what you loved about them. If I didn't touch on something you wanted or if you agree and, and you want to post up below and tell me you know that, yeah, that is one thing that I really love, I'd love to hear from you guys. Um, so definitely post up in the comments. If you're on the podcast, thank you for listening. Hop over to YouTube and, and leave a comment there. Hit me up at allthingsoverlanding at gmail.com. Go to the website, allthingsoverlanding.com and drop me a comment. However you want to get in touch, Facebook, Instagram, doesn't matter. Come hook up on one of those sites and and shoot me questions or comments that you've got. I'd love to talk to you. Um, so let's start with the first sort of section, the first sort of topic that I want to talk about. So planning. Um, I know in several of my videos I've talked about planning for trips and you guys know that I'm kind of a nerd about it, right? Like I love to make like checklists and you know think about all that gear and like I almost have as much fun like ramping up to the actual trip just thinking about all the gear I'm going to take and planning it out and making the Tetris pieces fit within the truck. Like there's just something fun about that. I don't know if it's a guy thing or what. Probably not. It could be a girl thing too. Um, maybe it's a dad thing. I don't know. Like trying to get all the gear to fit in your vehicle for a long trip. Um, but there is just something really fun about that. But I'm not going to hammer on that too much because I've talked about it before. But um, the other fun thing is when you're going to these like expos or retreats or events is generally speaking, you have sort of like an agenda that you get. You have like options that you get sent to you. Sometimes you even have like CORE, the Q&A, Overland Adventure Retreat people, they sent like, hey, here's some cool stuff just in the area. If you don't even want to do the trail runs, if you just want to take off on your own or take off in a small group and go explore the towns or the lighthouses or the lakes or the beaches or whatever in Upper Peninsula of Michigan – here's sort of a laundry list of, of suggestions and ideas for things that you could check out. Um, so I love like sort of thinking about that. Like before I even get there, like it's like Christmas morning kind of right. When you get to the event, you've already kind of like poured over all that information. You've picked out the, like the events that you want to go to the classes that you want to see. You want to learn about winching or you want to learn about first aid or, you know, whatever the the, the thing might be that you want to learn about. You're kind of planning that out in your head and you're you're amping yourself up and getting excited about the event. Um, and then the same with like local locations and stuff too, right? Like at this last core, I kind of just went there on a whim and I, I wasn't really as prepared as I would have liked to be. Luckily, I was able to tag along with Jeremiah of Overland Pioneers, who is a great, awesome dude, awesome channel. Check the link in the description below. Go subscribe to him because he makes beautiful like drone footage, beautiful like B-roll, like just a great, great videographer. Way better than me. Um, but so I got to hang out with him and sort of just go around and, and see a bunch of cool stuff. But, um, you know, there were a lot of really cool places up there that again, luckily Jeremiah showed me quite a few of them, but like I could have pre-planned and like had some things to hit up. So think about those things before you're going, plan out your trip, think about how much sightseeing you want to do. Think about how much like restaurants you want to check out, how many shops you want to go to that sort of stuff, because that's half the fun. It's just sort of like pre-planning, and then when you get up there, hitting all those spots and and getting to do those cool things that, you know, it maybe is a once-in-a-lifetime thing depending on where you're at. So then the next thing that I wanted to talk about was the convoy to the event. Um, this is just really cool. Like, I know that, again, this sounds kind of nerdy and, and crazy, too, but, like, I'll give you the perfect perfect example. So in the last few weeks, I went to the Keweenaw Overland Adventure Retreat, which I mentioned. Um... And in doing so, I again, I hooked up with uh, Jeremiah and his wife and their adorable little dachshund and a couple of his friends, and we convoyed up together. So they were coming from Kentucky up through Indiana. We connected at a highway, and we had about 11 hours to drive from there. So, again, I could have just slept in a little bit, and I could have gone up later, but I would have been by myself, and I would have been bored out of my mind, and I wouldn't have been able to, like, talk to people on the radio or, like, you know see somebody at the gas station and chat or have lunch with people or you know there's just none of that connection it kind of just takes all the fun out of it and then you're just driving you know four six eight ten hours to you know kind of where the event is taking place by yourself which you know i'm a pretty solo guy like i do like to go by myself quite a bit and i can keep myself entertained i like listen to podcasts i listen to music i don't hate it um but there's just something special about convoying right like having like a group of rigs with you know rooftop tents and all the gear on it and the roto packs and there's just something really cool about that like being with like-minded people that are into the same stuff that you're into and and sometimes people drive by and they wave at you or they're like checking out your truck or your rig you know it's it's just neat like it's just a fun thing and like we had walkie-talkies and so we were like talking to each other and you know as we kind of got up into Michigan again Jeremiah is super familiar with it so he was like over here on your left, you'll see blah blah blah, and straight ahead is Copper Harbor, and the general stores to the right. And you know, it was it was just neat. It was neat to kind of almost be like on a on a, like a flight and being talked through it by a flight attendant. So yeah, Jeremiah, you were the flight attendant, and thank you for that. Um, but so that convoy up is is awesome. In addition to the fun of it and to the camaraderie, and you know, just sort of the the neatness of being in a group of like-minded people with awesome rigs um it also gives you a backup in case something goes wrong so again in a lot of these instances like if i go to overland east i think it's like a 15-hour drive when i went to core it was an 11-hour drive um i took a trip to west virginia a couple of years ago 10-hour drive right like none of these things are super close they're all fairly far away and my truck is a 2015 Xterra. So while it's been bulletproof and I haven't had any problems with it, and I've got 135, almost 136,000 miles on it now. Um, and I put a couple thousand on it in the last, you know, a couple weeks ago in like five days, I put like 2,000 miles on the truck. You never know. Like something could break. Something could go wrong. I could lose power steering, I could have brake issues, I could have transmission issues. The truck might turn on one time and I stop at a gas station and it doesn't turn back on. You just never know. Um, Again, when you're by yourself, you've got to deal with that. You've got to decide if you're going to pay for a really expensive tow somewhere or take it to a shop you don't know and hope they don't just, you know, take you through the ringer to fix that thing because they know that you're at at a disadvantage and away from home. And then you have to pay for hotel rooms if it's going to take some time. And, you know, there's just there's a huge risk and expense there. Versus like if you're with a group of people and you're convoying, there may be some other people that are more mechanically inclined. There may be, if you're with similar rigs, they may have some spare parts or they may have ways to remedy your issue, whatever that may be. Um, So there's kind of a safety slash uh, backup kind of mentality that also comes with that convoying. Um, So I wanted to touch on that as well. And so the third part, sort of the taking advantage of the events, right? So again, recently when I went to core... They had a vendor village, and it was amazing. They had all these different vendors. They had Artemis Overland was there. More Expo uh, was there. Um, Michigan Overland was there. There's tons and tons of people. There's a million I'm not mentioning. TC Teardrop. So if you were looking for a teardrop uh, camper, like you could have seen one there in the flesh. You could have seen them hauling it around. Like You could have checked it out. Um, so there's tons and tons of stuff to do. So there's the vendor village that was going on. They had live music one night which was really cool, Um, you know, they had trail rides varying from, like, super easy light stuff all the way up to, like, extreme stuff, so you could, you know, just join a group of folks and go out and hit trails, and they just take you around. You don't have to know all the spots. You don't have to worry about wasting your time after driving hours and hours to get to this place because they will literally take you out and show you where the trails are and take you on trail rides, which is awesome, um, so, again, you could see lots of different types of rigs doing all kinds of cool obstacles. You get to overcome them yourself. Photo opportunities, great ways to meet new people. There's just a ton of benefits to that stuff, right? Um, classes, too. So, like, th- a lot of these places, like, the I know that the, the more expo is going to have, like, live classes where they'll teach you about first aid. They'll teach you about winching, general recovery stuff. Um, they'll teach you about how to outfit your rig. They'll teach you about different gear and how to use it. Um, so, you know, check those out as well and kind of plan, like, what ones do I want to go to? When are they? Because they're usually at certain time blocks. So you need to think about like, okay, on this day, I can't be out on a trail run because I really want to be in that class about recovery, right? Um, so you want to think about that stuff too. And you want to take advantage of those classes because in most of those cases, you pay like one entry fee for the event and then everything in the event is included. For the most part, maybe not always, but for the most part, everything that I've seen, that's kind of how it's been, which is awesome. So again, prioritize your stuff and pick out the stuff that you want to see and do um, and make sure that you time it out right. Um, sometimes they have happy hours at these things where you can hang out with people and meet new people and drink beers I'm happily married, so I'm not me- looking to meet any ladies or anything like that, but like always up for meeting other overlanders and checking out other people's rigs, and I'll always drink free beer. So that's kind of a cool thing, too. Um, you know, a lot of the times they'll have, as part of the trail runs or as an alternative to trail runs, they might have like sort of guided tours to like sightseeing stuff, so, like to the top of a mountain where you can do some photography or some drone videos or things like that. Or, you know, they might take you through like various little towns. Like we went through gay Michigan. Uh, just a little town and they have a place called the gay bar that we went to and ate lunch and it was hilarious. It was a lot of fun. Um, And we went down to this beach and called the gay beach. And we got to drive our trucks out on this beach, take pictures and stuff. And so like, you know, checking out breweries, checking out local restaurants, checking out local sites and things like that. Look at what the events are that you can hit up, prioritize them, pick out the ones you want to do and make sure to do them. Um, And then again, I kind of mentioned it a little bit earlier, but there are vendors that are attracted to these places for a reason because these places are going to be packed with people like you and I that are into camping, into overlanding, into modifying our vehicles. And so all these vendors that sell things related to that converge on these things, and you can check out all the coolest stuff. Now, a lot of it's really expensive. for So for me, I'm not buying a lot of that stuff, but, man, it's still cool to check out a $5,000 tent, rooftop tent or to check out a $2,000, you know, fox wing or ostrich wing style awning like those things are rad and then some of the other stuff like there may be some stuff like that or like a teardrop or something like that you're thinking about getting there might be five different teardrop vendors there and you can check them all out in person so before you bite the bullet and spend eight to 15 grand on one of these things you can actually like check it out look at the quality look at the features talk to the people that make the thing right and get to know more about it which i just think is invaluable right so again like more expo i'll use them as an example a ticket to that thing retail full price is like 20 bucks per adult and like kids 13 and under are free so like you could take your whole family for like 40 bucks for the day and just hang out and check out all the stuff and take a class or two and you know, meet a bunch of people, check out rigs the parking lot's full of you know modified vehicles made up for overlanding. My truck will be sitting in the parking lot in February 2021 at more Expo and you can come check it out in person if you really want to um, so that's just another cool thing about these things that you definitely should take advantage of all the events, all the trail rides, all the like tours and all that stuff right check all that stuff out. And so then last but not least, um, when the event ends, it's kind of sad, right? Like, it, it kind of sucks when the thing ends. Like, when CORE ended, I was sad. And uh, and I also had to kind of take off because uh, it was I had to get back home. And I knew that it was like an 11-hour drive. And it was kind of starting to rain that last day. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go like halfway and then I'm going to camp in a national forest. I wanted, I wanted to go camping another night. I wanted to spend another night overlanding and being dependent on my vehicle. Um, but so that was kind of part of the fun is... You can't if you're smart about it again and you plan things out, like you could either do it before the event or you could do it after the event. But you could make part of your trip, especially if it's far away, hit up a a national forest or two. If you've got a 10 or 12 hour drive, drive four hours a day and hit a national forest and find a beautiful, you know, lakeside or creekside or riverside campsite or some sort of a beautiful campsite. Stop and just chill, buy some local beers or drinks, you know, that you might want to try, and just make your trip way less stressful right like enjoy the trip back um again you're probably going to meet people at this thing there may be people that are local to the area that can take you around and show you where some of these things are now i'm not encouraging running out into the woods with strangers like be smart about these things right um but like i know a few guys like you know overland addict and uh, arkansas off-road and ozark adventures um Ozark Overland Adventures, Matt McClellan, um, all those guys that are down there in the Missouri sort of area around the Moore Expo. So, my literal plan is to hit them up and require them to show me around, <laughs> show me some of the rad, cool stuff that they've got down there in the Ozarks that I've never seen before and that I would miss if I was on my own. But I can go and hang out with them for a few days before or after the event. Um, and, and, like I was talking about too, like that's what I did from core was I, it started to rain the last, like the last full day and I could have just stayed and sat under an awning or under a tarp or something in the rain and, and just kind of hung out. But I decided, you know what, I've got an 11 hour trip back. I don't really want to have to wake up tomorrow in the rain, pack all my stuff up in the rain and then drive home. I'm just already packed up because I was ready to hit trails that day and stuff. I'm just going to start driving and buy some local, you know, Michigan beers on my way out of town and then go to a national forest five hours away and just camp another night. And then I got up and I had like a seven hour drive to get home. It was beautiful. It was awesome. I got to camp in another new place. Got to check out some cool stuff. Um, got to see another national forest that I've never been to before. So the end of the event is sad. It can be sad. But, you know, you can kind of rehash the stuff that that you learned. You can stop off at other national forests and, and make the most of your trip. Um, you can check out some sites and stuff on your way home, especially if you're kind of being more leisurely about it. Um, so if you're planning to go to one of these things, and let's say it's a two-day, like a weekend thing, like more expo is, um, maybe tack a few days on and take a few days off work before or after the event so that you can hit up some other national forests and stuff. Like go do the real overlanding thing, right? Make it a five-day trip or six or seven if you can do it. If you can get the time off work, take a whole week off. Go to the event and then afterwards just hit up, you know, different options on the way home check out different sites go to different states that sort of thing so yeah make the most of your trip right don't just look at the event as that's the only thing i'm gonna do unless you that's all you can do like if you don't have the time off work that makes perfect sense but if you can stretch it a little bit and make it you know a little bit more valuable give yourself more opportunities to do more overlanding or check out more things then you should do it um so that pretty much wraps it up. Those are my ideas on the the reasons why you should do these expos, these retreats, anything like that if you can get a chance to go. And you don't have to go to six or eight a year. Like I'm not going to go to every single one of them, but I'm going to check out probably one or two or three a year at least if I can. And then the rest of the time just try and do my own sort of overlanding trips where I get to go and sort of set my own pace and calendar. Um but these things are really cool. Like I I just like I said, I just went to my first one and I and I actually had such a good time that now I'm like when's the next one when are these other When's overland east overland expo east you know like they're just super cool and you get to meet a lot of people and again i'm going to try and hit up as many of them as possible too so if you guys want to meet me in person if you want to come hang out and see the truck i'll let you know if i'm going to those things and i'd love to meet you um so again thanks for listening guys as always appreciate and love you guys if you're listening on the podcast thank you if you're watching on youtube thank you Um, post up in the comments below if you have questions if you have feelings about you know what you love about these events I'd love to hear from you click that subscribe button uh, because I put out these videos all the time I put out at least a couple videos a week Um, and then come hang out on Facebook Instagram listen on the podcast if you're a podcast person I'd love to have you Um, so again thanks so much for listening thanks for stopping by and we will talk to you guys next week take care